We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Well-briety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Yeah! Hey, what's up, yo? Episode 91, the Dennis Rodman episode. Finally, finally gets his episode 91. (laughs) And I think that's going to be the last basketball player, right? I think, no. Is there one that goes higher than that? I think there is, isn't there? 99. Yeah, there's 99. Yeah. 99. I forget, but I know (laughs) 99 is a number. 99 is... One is the loneliest number. Anyway, hey, what's up, yo? If you're listening to this, that means you are tuned in to the Unspoken Words, a native podcast. I am your favorite Indian, JCB. And with me, of course, is the Pod Gotti, the Algerian Nightmare. <laughs> straight, for, straight out of LG. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to say the same thing twice. Hey, hello. But that's all right. Hey, Mr. Randy B, say what's up. Hello. Hello. It is so good to be here. And also in the studio this evening is our very special and honored guest, uh, Mr. G. Little Eagle. You got any handles that you need to spit out there, like um, anything that you might go by? Some nickname from way back. Oh, there's, there was plenty. There was plenty. There was G There was G money. There was G A money. Anything with there G G A money. G, <laughs> what was your DJ name again? There was G string. There was uh, G spot. There was. Uh, <laughs> Holy cow! Was quite a few. Quite a few. What was your DJ name again? DJ. Uh, DJ Bedbug. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Okay. We got Maka DJ wa. Bed. Bug in the house tonight, and uh, and if you already haven't already noticed, uh, there's somebody that seems to be missing. And but here's what we're gonna do. He just now texted me. We got uh, Josiah Mofia, Mr. Mo Hugs, not drugs, is out of town. He is in fact in Washington D.C. right now, Ooh. trying to poke procure his bid for a presidential run in 2024 yes talking to uncle joe and auntie deb and auntie (laughs) deb but uh what we're gonna do right now is get him on the horn and see what see what uh see if we can um he's gotta be what the heck is going on here trying to hook up my bluetooth guys talk amongst yourselves because this is gonna take a while no i'm just kidding Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Josiah the Messiah. Josiah Mofia and I. The Messiah, Josiah. Mosiah, that's for Haya. The BIA firefighter. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Still, your lighter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to have to pause for a station identification. <laughs> okay, so now let's see if this works. Due to technical difficulties, no, I'm just kidding. We're gonna see if this guy answers this phone. Ring, ring, ring. Ha ha hey. Chicken coop. 
Chicken coop. <laughs> Hello? Oh, man. Hold on. Try it again. Man, I can't get you on the... On the... On the thing here. Hold on. Was that him or you? No, that was him. Say it again. Or speak again. Is this your, your yeah. rocks cord? I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Now. That's your headphone. Well, where's that one going to? There's a phone thing right there. Hello. Hello, Mike Check. There you go. Mike Check, Mike <laughs> Check. <laughs> he can't fool me. Now we got you out. You are live, sir. And, oh. and when you listen to this episode, you're going to listen to that whole rigmarole that we just went through. <laughs> How convenient. Just just to get you on, you see, I'm, I'm telling you, nothing can stop unspoken words, not even technical difficulties. <laughs> but anyway... I told yeah. him. Well, I, I told him you were out of town. Can you tell us where you're at? I am in the Bermuda Triangle. I knew it. <laughs> Bring me back something um, triangle. I'm triangle. Uh, Nessie and Bigfoot Yeti. Bigfoot, no. Uh, what's a what else? What else kind of cryptids are out there? Nessie. Nessie. Yeah, Loch Ness monster. Yeah, but those aren't the only two. Like. They have uh, what do they call that one thing? The New Jersey Devil. Oh, over here. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, in the don't Bermuda got, Triangle. Uh, the when they got Spike Lee on there. Orcha. <laughs> white Devil, White Devil. <laughs> Quintu Orcha. <laughs> Who smells better, Deb or Deb or Joe? No, actually, I'm sitting here in. I mean, sitting here in the National Museum of Native Americans, the Smithsonian. Oh, the Indians, they're so precious. Yeah, over here in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. Lots of regalia, I bet. Yeah, there's lots. There's regalia, wall-to-wall regalia. <laughs> make, sure you get a selfie with, make sure you get a selfie with one of their costumes. Yeah. Wall-to-wall costumes, Native American costumes. <laughs> regalia. You just had to go there, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, those ceilings sound pretty high where you're at. So are, you, are you in your room, or where, where are you at? I'm at the Smithsonian. Oh, yeah, you just done see it. God done yeah, saying that. Okay. So there's like I heard there's like eight of them. Is that true? The Smithsonian's. Yeah. Yeah, there's like there's like building dedicated to whatever like that. There's one science technology. There's a music one. There's even a Bible one. A Bible one. What did you go in there? Yeah. There's like all kinds of like museums. They're all just under that Smithsonian. But they're not only here in D.C. But like even in New York. Huh. I did not yeah. know that. I just watched um that one where the they come alive at night. That's all I know about the Smithsonian. Oh yeah, yeah. That movie I think it was based in New York, but it was actually filmed here in the World History Museum here in DC. So they got like dinosaur bones and Yeah, cuz I did a yesterday morning I didn't have anything for the conference. I didn't have anything in the morning, so I jumped on an old town trolley tour. 
That's pretty cool. Mm. Mm. But yo, man, the humidity here. Oh my goodness! Hot over there. Yeah, man, drink some water. Drink some water and like automatically sweat it out. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say drink (laughs) some watermelon. Yeah, it just goes from my mouth right to right out out my pores. I bet you're loving that, huh? (laughs) Hating it, man. You, you of all people, probably just right in your element, man. Just like. Musty, <laughs> melting. Not uh, I'm past sweaty. <laughs> musty. You got sweaty. <laughs> went from sweaty to musty. Can't keep your uh, yeah. headdress on, huh? <laughs> sliding off. Your headdress keeps sliding over your eyes. Yeah, my headdress is all soggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all limp from the humidity. <laughs> My reservation head is all sweaty over here. Oh. She lost its shape. <laughs> <laughs> the water stain yeah. all over. We <laughs> go sweat stain. I got a sweat stain. That's a soggy reservation head. Sog- so- <laughs> <laughs> it's your Indian name. Every time you turn your head, it just flops around. All soft and floppy. <laughs> All soft and floppy and sweaty. Soggy <laughs> hat, yeah. Your Indian name is Soggy Hat. Soggy Hat. Soggy Hat. Come forth. Your child has a gift for you, Soggy Hat. <laughs> Josiah Soggy Hat. <laughs> Josiah Sogs Plenty. Oh, JC Soggy Head Senior. <laughs> senior? <laughs> Josiah Soggy Hat the Third. Soggy Headdress. <laughs> oh, man. And introducing the Soggy Headdress Princess 2022. 2022, the soggy headdress princess. <laughs> Pageant. Yeah, so I came over here. They sent me with the recruitment team. It's like the American, uh, American Indian Alliance position something. I can't remember. Physician something or other? Yeah, Association of American Indian Physicians, I think is what it is. So I work for Billings Clinic. They sent me with the recruitment team, and we're like kind of just mingling with all these native physicians over here, native doctors, basically. Okay. And so, Doctor uh, J, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's Doctor <clears throat> Soggy Head over here. I was gonna here. say it's not Mister <laughs> Soggy Head; it's Doctor Soggy Head. Doctor J Soggy Head. <laughs> Doctor J Soggy Head. <laughs> Paging Doctor J Soggy Headdress. Paging Doctor Soggy Head. Doctor Soggy Head. <laughs> But no, man, it's crazy because some of them, I heard some of their stories. Like they got up and talked about, gave like testimonials about their journey. Man, they grew up just like us. A lot of them. What you do know you what mean? I mean? I mean, they they all come from reservations. They're just a bunch of res kids that turned into doctors. Pretty much. That's see, well, you know, they like, and it was like inspiring. I was like, dang, that's cool, man. Like, like I was like, man, if they can do it. Like, the next generation, like, our kids, our grandkids could definitely, like, I, they definitely from here? do it, Anybody you know? from uh, Montana? Um, 
Yeah, there was a couple. couple there doctors. was one from that I met today. She was from Fort Peck or Fort Belknap, I think. Fort nice. Peck. But she's she's practicing in Hawaii. Oh wow. Uh she's like, I miss Montana, but it's so nice in Hawaii. I was like, Yeah. Oh man. I, think, I don't even think you can compare those two. Doesn't <laughs> miss it enough to come home. Especially in January, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going out there in uh December for the Honolulu Marathon. For Hawaii? Oh. Yeah. Gonna run around the rim of one of those volcanoes? Something. Run around <laughs> run around the rosy. <laughs> but I heard it's, it's I heard it's a humid one. Down there. Tough on the old tough on the old side Go, yeah. <laughs> Go find Mona. Moa. Moana. <laughs> Moana. 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 I never that? knew her name oh, was, was Moana, bro. I thought it was Mona. <laughs> I, well, this one episode we were talking about it, and he said, "Oh, you mean Mona?" And we just kind of Moana. What's her name? Moana. Mona. Yeah. Mona. Mona. It's like when that loves uh, truck station came to Harden when it first got built. And I was like, "What if it's uh, loaves?" You know, say who's this? Who says it's loves, you know? Loveys? It could be loaves. Loaves. <laughs> Four leaf lovers. Four leaf clovers. Four leaf lovers. Is that my chair here? You're going to what? Okay. Oh. Yeah, there's... You, oh, you, I got to go to... I got to go up there? Okay. Okay. That's him talking to somebody else and not us. Is that, are you talking to a doctor? Is that Uncle Joe? Can I go too? So, let's oh, just... <laughs> this is awkward. Have you spoken to Uncle Joe so, yeah. or Auntie Deb how's the, yet? Uh, how's the weather up there? Lovely. Lovely? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't answer. <laughs> he, can't, he can't hear it. <laughs> Am I coming through okay? Because aside from JC, the rest of you guys sound... Like way back there, and like that's because I'm right check, up check on it. I'm right, I'm right check, here too. Check, can you check. hear me? Am I coming through okay? Yeah, yeah. I can hear yeah, you can hear. loud and oh, okay. clear. Can you hear me? Uh, that's, that's all I care about. Then. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to do it, but I totally butchered it, so I gave up halfway. He like stopped halfway. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you sound like old lodgekins. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to a powwow. He's singing his death song. <laughs> We're going to a powwow. Powwow, yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. <laughs> good, good time. Hey, 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 but, uh, I just now, I just now seen that um, online yesterday. Leslie Nielsen, yeah, when he's on, I don't know if that was a scary movie yeah, or which one. Yeah, Maybe he's like, hey, to all my Native American friends over there, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one. Ja Rule was uh, being his uh, protector or whatever. Or ja Rule was on there. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Ja Rule was on Little Big Man. Uh, no, no, he's talking about that naked gun guy, remember? Yeah, uh, Leslie Nielsen. I don't know if it was one of those scary movies. I don't even scary know. movie we, series or we we, sm- we switch gears on you. Right there. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I 
I can only hear JC clearly. I wonder why that is. Dude. I'm right here too. What, can you hear me? It's not working. Huh? It sounds like you're way over there. Who me? Randy B. No, I'm I'm right up on the mic. What about me? This is G. Just it one sounds two. like one mic's working. And then you, must yeah. be I just okay. Wait, must no, be like, just coming through on JC's. The Bluetooth's not working, huh? Huh? The Bluetooth wouldn't wouldn't connect. How's the um the gains? Everything's fine. Everything's as it should be. Hold on. Let me try this one second. I'm going to reconnect that. Sassafrasi. Come on, buddy. I don't even like you. Yeah, I'll plug it in right there. Go ahead, talk once. Go ahead, talk twice. Can't hear him, huh? Uh-uh. Can't hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear him on your, loud and clear like it was loud before? Loud and clear, yep. I can't hear him on this side. You can't? See, because now I can't. And I can. That's weird. Hello. So, so. Uh, let me see the cord and I'll put it in back. <laughs> <laughs> on, I'll just let you do what you do, okay? <laughs> so, man, that's weird. That is so freaking weird. Go ahead. Yo. Josiah. There you go. So they can hear you. You can't hear them. But on the other one, G is sitting in your spot, <clears throat> right? He's got your headphones and he's using your mic. So yeah. When, so when you come, why he's not working. So when you, <laughs> so when you come back, it's gonna smell like his breath. But anyway. <laughs> so, so when, when so, I come back, it's gonna smell like menudo. Smell like tamales. <laughs> tamales. Tamales. What are they? Green chilies. But anyway, uh, so is it passable for you? Can you can you get through this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power through. Yeah, I think it's just when multiple people are talking, then I can't hear it. So if oh. you don't hear me responding, then I can't just keep going. Okay. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's illegal, buddy. <laughs> just kidding just kidding i take that back forgive me just keep randy will you pray for me real quick <laughs> okay so anyway you guys want to mess around and do some random <laughs> some random facts <laughs> until you finish uh <laughs> So, you guys want to mess around? <laughs> I'm taking myself out of this conversation right now. I don't want no part of this. Uh, anyway. I'm down to mess around. All right. He's down to mess around. Like that Ray Charles song, do the mess around. Everybody's doing the mess around. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah. I'll throw out a few random facts for you guys. You guys can take it from there. How about Hold that? It. Okay, so Hold first it. one. You typically only breathe out of one nostril at a time. False. That's, Does it have anything to do with your dominant hand? Uh, well, so you actually inhale most of your oxygen through one nostril at a time. Nope, it doesn't say that at all. Uh, it says eventually it'll switch, though. Huh. 
Every few hours, every few hours, the active nostril will take a break, and the other one will take over until they ultimately switch back again. Huh. Hmm. I wonder if that's why that explains why when you get get boogers on one side or whatever. That's what I was going to say. Like a stuffy nose. (laughs) Uh, What? Like whenever you have a stuffy nose, remember it's on one side, like stuffy, all snotty on the other side. Oh, drippy. Yeah, you don't realize you have a stuffy <laughs> nose, and all of a sudden you're like, I can't breathe. And it's usually out of one nostril. Yeah, and and, and then the other side, you can, you can breathe so good, it kind of hurts yeah. when you breathe in. <laughs> so this whole time, we thought we were double-barreled, but nope. One is just uh, for looks. One's for decoration. Yeah. One's just for looks. we had the double-barrel going hunting antis. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they both flare at the same time. No? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know if I can flare one side. Right, so. <laughs> no, that reminds I'm, me. Like I'm I remember right in now. college. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. He's trying to flare his nostril. Trying, trying to flare one nostril. Oh, he's trying to flare one nostril. I, no, I, I remember. Like I took this meditation course or his philosophy course. They talked about meditation, and the professor was talking about how those Tibetan monks. They're like spend so much time meditating they get to the point they get to the place where they could breathe in one nostril and out the other one exhale out the other nostril or something oh i know what you're talking about yeah but like even if um even if you're not actually doing it just visualizing it kind of actually yeah. and then then it makes it so <laughs> i guess after a yeah. after you practice it for a while i know what you're talking about i can't remember what it's called how do they even prove that though it's that's a good question. That's not I, I put powdered sugar can, on it. Yeah, I was like, I, you, you need, you need an item or a powder or that's, that's why something they call to it prove faith. that. That's why they call it faith. <laughs> but no, I know exactly what you're talking about because I remember remember that book I was always telling you about that I found, uh, what's it called? Oh, We're All Doing Time. And it had those breathing, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It had those breathing techniques, and that was one of them, like how you can breathe up mm. one and then breathe out the other. And then after a yeah. few times, then you do then you reverse it. I bet if you have a, yeah, a yeah. good a good loogie, then you can then you can uh, prove that it's supposed to restore it balance. Goes and goes, goes out one side, then it comes out the other side. <laughs> Maybe you, you get that. Uh, remember that man? Did you ever see that thing that they could sell on TV, Navage? And it looks like a great big old like water pump, basically. And you hold it up to your nose, and it shoots water up one side, and then spits oh, out yeah, all yeah, of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I what I'm picturing is like, remember that baby thing when you picked your boogers? Oh, yeah. that like the bulb, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. bulb, yeah. The booger bulb, yeah. No, but this thing it looks like a, it's like a machine. It looks like a like a little water. Yeah, pump. yeah. You put it up. Booger. <laughs> like a little water pump. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pressure washer for your nose. Wow. Be, but I, when I first saw that, I thought it was like one of those, like a joke or, you know, like a gag kind of thing. Yeah. But no, it's an actual oh. thing. Wow. Shoot, huh. It's like a loo for your nose. That- <laughs> it's kind of crazy, man, because I've been, it, it's crazy how these like breathing techniques work because... For like the past three weeks, I've been using this app called Balance to Sleep. And it's like a 15-minute exercise, but I don't even make it to the end of the exercise. I'm already out. 
Yeah, you, they even say that if you can not, well, I guess not think is not the right way to say it, but not think, basically stop your thoughts from going for 15 minutes, you'll just go right out. Yeah. It's just, it tells you to concentrate on like breathing, like, now take a deep breath and then, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy. It's like a lot of it is breathing exercise, but it. Is it a woman it, voice or a man voice? Uh, you can select either. Uh, there's a man or a woman. Would you prefer choose your select. accent? Yeah. No, and you can't choose the accent. Oh, They're like, I think the actual voices are like, like doctors. Man, boring. <laughs> we can have one made for you, especially with the Indian accent. That's what I was. That's what I was, really that's what I was getting, getting at. Tired right now. Boy, you're oh. just getting real tired. Just close your just eyes. Tired, man. <laughs> I'm right here, okay? Don't worry, okay? I got you. I got you some pemmican. And some blueberries too in the morning. Remember, I smell like fry bread. Just think of that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, moving on. It's on the pocket. So your brain used now that we're talking about the brain and stuff. Your brain uses up around twenty percent of your body's blood and oxygen. Twenty percent. Oh, wow. I thought it was twenty-two point seven for some. Like reason. in a day. I think it's just at all times. Oh, okay, I see. So, yeah, I guess that would be in a day. So, so it stays on a quarter remember, tank. You're telling me it stays on a quarter. Remember why I, I, I said something along the lines of, I know it uses up 20% of your energy, so that's probably what, same thing? Oh, yeah, same, same thing. Yeah. So, and your yeah. brain is just like this small hunk of meat on the top of your head. Yuck. <laughs> I don't even know why I talk to you. Pew. Guys, right? <laughs> yeah, people say we only use ten percent of our brain. That's not true. I say we only I say we only use ten percent of our heart. <laughs> <laughs> What's that on then? <laughs> what is it on? It's on something I heard it on something I just can't remember where. <laughs> that old ten percent of your brain—that's a lie. Is it on a rom-com? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a rom-com comedy. Uh, uh, I'll give you a hint. Stay classy, San Diego. Oh, that's oh. Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So yeah, ten twenty percent, and um, yeah, that's why we got all these these uh, caveman brain activity still going on in our heads because it's trying to conserve energy, right? Yeah. But that's a whole nother rabbit hole, so, hmm. Okay, check this one out. Okay. Giraffes hum to each other at night to make sure their herd stays together. Man, I couldn't hit the high notes there. A hen no what? A hen no what? A hen no what? He said, a hen no what? A hen no what? So you think their their hums come from their chest or from their uh, throat? It comes from their soul, man. Giraffes. Let's see. Um, uh, humans can hear it. I don't know why you wouldn't, unless it was like with, not within the um, our range of our hearing. <coughs> You mean the drafts hum? Yeah, that you, you can hear it, but it doesn't say anything about where or how. Someone, it's got to be somewhere in the cheeks. 
<laughs> Coming both ways. You know what? I, I quit. <laughs> somewhere along the I didn't cheeks. even think about that. I didn't think about somewhere that. in the cheeks. Yeah, I believe you. Sounds like a good place to put it. I mean, <laughs> stop. <laughs> does take a couple objects to make that humming noise. The frequency of the cheeks. Is that the same noise that comes from those uh, those power porta potties? <laughs> if you hear this po- uh, porta pot humming, porta <laughs> pot. Oh man! Okay, okay, that was pretty good. Okay, let's a couple. We'll do a couple more, and we'll try to stay stay away from that. Okay, we are. Uh, Okay, I, you guys probably already know this one, but we'll say it anyway. We are born with only two innate fears. You know what they are? We only have two fears when we were born. What are they? Hunger and pain. Breathing. No, no, no. no. Hunger. No? You got fear of hunger? So um, why do kids cry? Fear of going hungry. So when, you oh, cry, when, no. so when you're very first born? Like when yeah, you, when, when you're, when you're when you first out? born, you only have two fears. Getting Two things that will be that will scare you, will scare you. Getting slapped. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's developed over time. The dark and your mother-in-law. Jeez, who's my Aren't those who's the my same thing? who's my daddy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our first our first two innate fears: the fear of falling and the fear of loud sounds. Ooh. The rest of your. Uh. The rest of your phobias are learned over time. So, falling in loud sounds, which is kind of weird if you're like a brand new infant baby. Why would you be afraid of falling? It's not like you're running around. Unless like your mom drops you or something. (laughs) I don't get that one. But anyway. How do they even know that you... They don't even know what falling is yet. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah. It's like, how do you even know that you only have two fears? What kind of studies do they do? How, how, how do they, they, get prob- they probably get like little brand new newborns and then do all kinds of crazy stuff to them. Show them spiders and, you know, like say, oh, you, we're going to. falling. Uh, if, if, if you don't, if you don't improve like your grades, we're going to take away your iPhone. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that scares them. You know, some stuff like that. <laughs> Yuck. And the. And the <laughs> And the only two things they reacted to was when they dropped them and when they went, <laughs> ah, snuck up on them. That's what I think. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah, I don't think they can get the baby's thoughts. Well, you could probably get its reaction. But, I mean, the baby probably doesn't even come out with the fear of falling. They probably, like, if they tested, like, of course it's going to scare anybody. You know, like when you, like, pretend you're, that's a learned behavior. So, okay, since we're, since we're doing that, then what I want to know is how, come, how do they know those are the only two? That's what I said. How do they know it's the only, they can't read the baby's thoughts. Uh, like, I could be afraid of sharp objects. 
Oh, there's this amount of brain waves. That's how we know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. That's a that's a philosophical for debate for another time. <laughs> okay, so the longest one syllable words in the English language all start with the letter S. Can you guess what? She. <laughs> She. Shy. So with the most syllables, or what? No, with one syllable, the longest. Okay, hold on, oh. it. The longest one syllable words in the English language all start with the letter S. Shy. Sh- shy. They have Sun. to be real long. Oh. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. You were close. Um. Shaw. How you be? So okay, here's here's one. Scrunched. Shut. Scrunched? Scrunched. S-C-R-A-U-N-C-H-E-D. What about? Scrunched. Scorched. Shweddy. Not long enough. That's two syllables. Yeah, so it'd be shwet. 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 Okay, another one is strength. Strength. Depending on how long you carry shoes. <laughs> Shoo. <laughs> Screeched, scrounged, squelched, straights, and strengths. Oh, come in second. They only have nine letters. Hey, cheese. Sweaty's not on there. Sweaty. No, that's two two syllables, buddy. <laughs> okay, so uh, we'll do a couple more, and then we'll move on. Nobody knows how to open the entire vault at Fort Knox. So oh, you, they just have like stages. Okay, so oh, it's got it's got uh, gold in it. It's it's got um, oh, it's even got the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. What? There are very few people who are aware of the actual structure of the facility. And there's not one single person who knows all of the procedures to open the vault entirely. So, yeah, it must be in stages. Uh, like they call on Jimmy, and he does, like, the first part. And Carlton comes in and does the second part. <laughs> I and like these guys. They call in, call in Agatha. And they call in Winslow. He's the expert at the very last stage. No, 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 no. Clancy's the last guy. Clancy's the one. <laughs> So, yeah, it's probably like Indiana Jones when you're trying to get to the Holy Grail. Yeah. You got to do all these weird little tests. But no, like apparently nobody knows how to open the whole thing to themselves. Um, hmm. I've also heard, like, you, you like conspiracy theories, Josiah. I also heard that there's not even gold in there. There's something else. Hot dogs. Hot, the secret, the <laughs> secret to making hot, the perfect hot dog. Uh, the secret recipe to Vienna sausage. <laughs> I know exactly what's in that. <laughs> yeah, it must be in the cheeks. Yug. Oh, okay. One more. Check this one. Okay. It must be in the cheeks. You slipped that one by. Yeah, yeah. Yug. So, children of identical twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. What? What? Children Say that again. Of, children of 
children of identical, identical twins, twins are genetically siblings, not cousins. What? So, oh, yeah. So if two twins had yeah. children, those children would genetically be oh. siblings. and not. So two sets of identical twins had kids. Yeah. And those kids oh, would okay. be Oh, two, two sets of twins? Yeah. No, 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 no. Like one, oh. two, say. <laughs> <laughs> two twins. The pair. Identical boys, identical yeah. girls. Whatever the case may be. They had children in, according to their DNA, 50% of their DNA will be shared. Half siblings share 25%. And that's why, though children of identical twins are legally cousins, they are genetically the equivalent of half siblings. But in oh. Indian way, Indian way, Indian way, known that there's, there's no stepbrothers and sisters, <laughs> and <laughs> there's and no such thing as half. <laughs> in Indian way, all bets are off after midnight. I'm sorry it had to be said So Yeah that's all I mean we could keep going But uh, that's I think all we got for Random factoids Things that you never knew that you never needed to know How about that For this week's opening of Unspoken Words Was a lot of gibberish So let's get to talking some real turkey We'll get into our Topic here as soon as we DJ, why don't you hit me with that B? Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. Is there a beat? Yes, yes, and you're talking over it. Is it playing right now? Yes. I can't even hear it. We can hear you. Yeah, you just kind of talked to the whole thing, but anyway. You have the floor. Like I said, we got you, G- sir, we, are a bad man. We got the OG G string in the house. <laughs> he said it, not me. Goldstein. Gold Who said it? He did. I asked him if he had any old school handles, and that was one he threw out. So hey, I'm gonna run oh, with it. Okay, okay. I guess DJ Bedbug. Yeah, hey, he remembered. DJ Bedbug. We had to ask him, hey, yeah. your DJ name, and I, I forgot about that. But, yeah, I guess I could have uh. said G-Spot. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> he said that to Hey, I'm just repeating the information I was given. But anyway. The OG string. The OG string. <laughs> uh, welcome <laughs> to the studio, <laughs> Mr. G, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and uh, it's good to have you. Um, Many ho So, what you been up to? How's how's how is life? How are you handling this mm, weather? Yeah. Stupendous, stupendous. Well, I just wanted to use that word. Mm, used it twice. And it feels stupendous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's everything is uh, growing and uh, thriving and. Just the vision of everything that I uh, see that I how I wanted to be today is is there, you know. So all good things, all good stuff. Come on, nice. Um, 
So we had you on uh, how long ago was mm, it? October? Or was that was that two Halloweens ago? Was it last Halloween or no? We were in here, weren't we? Like we yeah, we were in here. Yeah, scary, it was Halloween. Scary stories. Yeah, it was just okay, past Halloween. Was the past the last one. one. Yeah. Okay. Been a while. It seems like two Halloweens ago. I know. I was gonna say, but, but then um, you guys, were you guys even? Uh, it was a month, like a couple, <laughs> like no, like one week before we even launched. It was Halloween? Because we launched like November sixth. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Remember, it was like yeah. COVID. Yeah, 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 it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was like right in the middle of the pandemic. Shared a little bit of my story that first one, first time, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's pandemic right. Pandemic time. And then what you, so you I called phoned, in? Phoned in, yeah. yeah. Phoned in. That I had time. to do it twice. Yep, it was. It was so confidential. <laughs> <laughs> it was so enthralling. I had to say it twice. <laughs> so, um, you got anything going on? You got any kind of anything you might want to talk about? Plug. Okay, we'll just. How about this? You drive this clown car. Yeah, you talk to us. We'll respond. Yeah, um, yeah. So since the last time I visited here, I believe I might have just now did um, peer support work from One Health. Uh, may or may not. You know, I think I started that in October, uh, end of September or beginning of October. Mm. But yeah, I'm I'm Billings based. I'm up here, um, up here in Billings. I go down to Hardin on Mondays. But yeah, what, what I like to do up here is, uh, you know, I do the um, field support groups. You know, I do the White Eagle Talking Circle on Tuesday, and uh, I do a grief support group on Thursday over here, and I do a walk walk. And recovery talk on Wednesdays. And, what is that? Uh, that's uh, something I, I do at uh, Cross from Shields. Okay. The uh, conservation area, it's called. The little walk path has a little puddle out there and everything, or a little pond. <laughs> ducks. Puddle. Yeah. There's ducks and uh, geese and one, uh, what do you call those? Cranes. There's a crane out there. But, yeah, we go out there and walk a mile. Uh you know, people come out and walk, and uh, we just visit good things, you know. We talk about recovery or anything to do with thriving in life, you know. Mm, um, that's interesting. Talking, so how did, how did talking you, good things, you know. How did you get? How did you start that? I mean, like, what brought that up? Have you been doing it for a while, or is this new? Well, see, this was something in familiar, familiar with um, when I did the Run DNC walks and runs on the res. So mm-hmm. we did that, like, twice a week. Uh, three times a week, actually, we started out with prayer, and then we started walking or running. But um, I connected with Stevie from the Phoenix Gym, and uh, yeah, I was thinking, dang, what can I do? You know, I wanted to volunteer. I wanted to uh, do some kind of groups, uh, whether it's boot camp. I know there's already two boot camps here in town, so I do a boot camp down in Hardin on Mondays at our gym down there and uh so i was like well what i do well i'm a runner so you know naturally i think i thought well start up a walking group slash run you know we can walk a mile after that um optional you know we can run a mile or two or three you know if we get some runners out there 
But um, since I started it, it's yeah, we just we've been having walkers, which is good. That's good. So people are coming <clears throat> yeah. out and and hopefully coming out they, and walking, walking a mile. Hopefully they'll hear this and walking a mile. We'll get you. We'll get you some more participants. And I kind of cut you off there, like you were. I think you were going to say a couple more things. No. Um. Yeah. Just um, let's see. What was I at? I do uh, parenting classes offered. Um, I, we follow the uh, Native American Fathers uh, Association, the NAFA. Um, didn't you do that, Randy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's offered. Uh, I'm going to start be starting one up, a co-ed one, um, the next week or two with uh, NADC's help. NADC reached out. Um, I was doing one with the women at YWCA for a while, and um, I think that some of the uh, persons uh, either discharged or something, so we kind of that kind of died down after a while. Sort of fizzled out? Yeah, yeah. I think some were discharging or leaving or whatever, and new crowd was coming in, and, you know, we had, we had to start all over if we, if we got some new members. So, yeah, we got the parenting class. That's going to be coming up here. Um, I do... Uh, a master Narcan trainer certified. So um, the vision, before I get to food for the soul, um, I'll tie that in, tie that into that pretty soon here. But um, um, the food for the soul lunch feed on Fridays at South Park. So I want to do a group Narcan training down there, like soon, probably within the next two weeks, um, with help with our my One Health peer support. Uh, down from Harden um, and part of our RCAT team so it could be about three or four of us um, peer support specialists um, getting down there with uh, what we need laptops or um, what we need to get the, the first one going anyway but the my vision for a while since the Narcan training was to just get that out there as much as I can you know um, to the Billings area um I'm going to do one for YWCA uh, in two weeks here um, for their their uh, staff. And I'm going to do one at the end of the month for New Day uh, for all of their staff. And also for um, the Alpha House for the men. Um, but we do need someone to do it for the, uh, for the women's, you know. Uh, get a woman down there and do that. But... I can cover the Alpha House, and uh, but the thing is, I just want to keep doing it at South Park. After a while, just always making it available, just putting it on the flyer or something to say, "Hey, um, Narcan training." I like to make sure you know the people have Narcan on them. You know, uh, that's that's the main point is the people that are with people that that are gonna that might need it. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, we can get it out to a lot of people, but are those you know? There's a lot of people that ain't aren't never going to be around people that might need it, you know? Uh, so we need to get it out to the people that are with people, you know, the the family, the friends that hang out, you know? I think that's awesome. So that's, that is the vision there, you know, getting that out there, pumping it out. Boom, boom, boom. I think that's <laughs> awesome, bro, because with the uptick in fentanyl, like people need to be aware of Narcan. I think like a lot of the uh, people that are currently using they do carry it. Um, they like 
what I found out is like a lot of them do carry Narcan. They know how to utilize it. Yeah, yeah. But I think like for the general public, I don't, you know what I mean? Like your vision is, is to like really just throw that out there. And I think, man, that's that's something that's much needed because they're even putting a, um, putting a fentanyl on, on the uh, black market marijuana now. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's been reports down in Lodgegrass. I think um, that some of that black market bud down there is is being um, painted with with fentanyl. Yeah, <clears throat> but you also brought up a really good point: is, is that to to train the people who are right there? I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Because I mean, why would I have it if you know, yeah. I don't even no. go around it with anybody that uses like yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's like be like winning the lottery, really. If I just happen to be walking downtown and oh look at this person's ODing on something that I know exactly what it is, so he's gonna need this. Yeah, right. Like, but but to get it out there and and put those resources in the hands, the resources and training in the hands of people who are, who are gonna be right there and say, I know what. This person took. I know what they're going. I know what th- what happened to them, so I can help them right now immediately. I think that's awesome too. But cool story is like somebody that was trained in Narcan showed up upon uh, an overdose, an active overdose, and this person kept slipping in and out. And this person that was trained in Narcan got to administer it, yeah. and that person's life was saved. Like they called her, knowing like, hey, this yeah. person's overdose. Um, so she swooped over, showed up, and freaking two doses. Yeah, yeah. And it was enough, you know, to, to, to hold it off until it paramedics off got there. ER got there, yeah. Because that's what Narcan does. It blocks your receptors. You know, it blocks the receptors in your brain, and it just basically shields it. And it's only for an extended, like, a certain amount of time. Isn't it like 10 minutes or something? Yeah, it um, gives you enough time there. Yeah, yeah gives yeah. you enough time. It buys you enough time for the paramedics to come and do their thing. But that, that, yep. that too, is another good point, I guess, that you brought up is, like, that's why, I mean, it, it's important for other people to, um, for anybody, I guess, to try to get that training, to get that, uh, um, the ability to do it, if you even know somebody, right? Because so, in that way, like he said, yeah. like, man, you might live two blocks away, but, oh, man, Randy has that thing. I know him. Call you up real quick. Hey, we're going to need your help. So there's that, There's that. you know, two sides of the same coin, right? Like people you can contact or people who just happen or who are right there, not just yeah. happen to be, but, they, you know, they're always right there. It's super important because everything is being uh, cut with fentanyl nowadays. There's a new thing called ISO. Have you heard about it? No. So I think it may be across, like, in like China or something, but it's like supposed to be like, and I don't know if the numbers are right. Like if I even remember right, but it's about a million. Like it's, it, the numbers are like, it's way stronger than fentanyl. That's like, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause like, I remember when, when they, fentanyl, when I first started hearing about it, then they're saying, Oh yeah, it's like so much more powerful than actual heroin. Like it's like the most powerful thing we've seen. And now they're coming up with a new one. Yeah, so fentanyl actually makes the drug the the drug more addictive. That's why drug dealers like cut the oh, product see, with it. That's that's the another point I was going to get at is like they're what they're doing is using these harmless ones to get you addicted to this harder one, right? Yeah. So, so like even the meth, right? Like you're you're getting like 
98, 99% pure meth, and then you cut it with the fentanyl to, like, keep the tug on it. And when you cut it with the fentanyl, it's not as good as it used to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like dope was, like, super good or whatever. And then, but when you cut it with the fentanyl, you can't, like, what I'm hearing on the street is, like, you can't pass a certain level. So and they know that it, the product is not even good. But what these users are saying are, like, they have this weird draw to the to the dope. Like, they still, like, even though they know it's not good, like, they still, like... Oh, okay, so it's like just enough... Like, they still crave it, and... It's just, and it's, it's, it's just enough to keep you coming back, and you don't even realize yeah. that it's not the meth, it's this other thing that's in there. Yeah. That's, that's what I've heard, yeah. That's like, crazy, man. That's just... That's, because it makes uh, it more addictive, and it's demonic, bro. Like, it, it really is, huh? That, that, that's, I was looking for a word to try to describe it. That's a good one right there. Yeah. That's just it's it's demonic because it's, it's pure evil. It's straight evil because it's all for profit. Um, yeah, it's for profit. <laughs> yeah, so like this, this vision I had. I know I've seen you know a friend down in uh, California on their social media. They so this was like back in uh, I don't know February or somewhere around there earlier this year, and um, I don't. Each state by state has different laws <clears throat> with an arcane and stuff. And actually, Montana's going toward, uh, you know, more recently, we don't have to have the, you know, the full training, the online training, but we still like to get that out there, like, as much as possible as we can. Um, so it's going to be going toward uh, where we can just give out the Narcan as well, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I've seen this uh, friend that had just had a truckload in California, um, and just announcing it on their Instagram, you know, um, you know, come get your Narcan, you know, just just a, just a like a pallet, pallet full load of, of Narcan on like the truck and say that on, three on times the streets, real quick. you know. Yeah. So I was like, man, we need to get to that kind of level here in in Billings and our, on in our you know Montana areas, you know, uh, the populated areas. So, but now it's gonna be getting toward that reality you know and uh i want to be a i want to help as much as i can to 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 do that because i don't see it right now i don't see uh people out there pushing it out and getting uh, narcan out there like that so it's it's needed yeah Yeah. well and as as prevalent as like well like we we know like we're kind of we kind of came from that world i guess so to speak like we know people that we're users, users ourselves, some of us, and so we we know that the, the the prevalence of that these things that are happening. But like, there's another. I think there's another side of society that just doesn't even know the gravity of the situation. It's one thing. I think it's one thing to see it like on like oh man, some somebody overdosed. Uh, if you see it on TV. Or on just a five uh, thirty second news bleep, but for the people who are there and you know their loved ones that are using and you know they're suffering the consequences of all of this, of this demonic act, as you would say, entity is entity. However you want to put it, is just pure evil. But those people that are that are actually experiencing it, whether it firsthand or a loved one or whatever, it's like they know. 
they know the importance of of what's going on, but it's that I think it's that other side, the other side that you know either refuses to acknowledge it because it doesn't affect them, or is just ignorant. And by ignorant, I just mean they don't know. It's you're not you're ignorant. You're ignoring the facts. They, I think, from. Sorry, I'll give you, but like, I think from my experience, like what they like, they understand the dangerous side of the game. Like they know that they're playing Russian roulette, but they they love the blues, right? They're called blues, like these pills, and they smoke them, and they know that they're playing Russian roulette. But the feeling is so gratifying to them that they're willing to take that risk. Yeah, I understand all that, but I'm what I'm talking about is like people that don't even. Oh yeah, like like they essentially live in a different world. Yeah, right. Like that's not their thing. Yeah, and so that that's what I was talking about. Like I think those people need to be educated too because we need allies everywhere. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And that's kind of what I was alluding to. Like I know all about addiction, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there. So yeah, well, most of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty well, it's true. pretty most, much, pretty much, most, most of my life, yeah, most, <laughs> a large portion of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. But yeah, so like you know, getting this out at the park, you know, that's that's where you know, um, that's a lot, huge. Of our, a lot of our good people come come down to eat and hang out, you know, and stapling that that time that day of the week, uh, you know, food for the soul, you know, we come down to eat and visit and uh, hang out and all that and. So that's that's the perfect tie to 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 do that, you know. That was that was the whole vision of um Food for the Soul too, you know, is to to have a lot of good things come from it, you know. Yeah. Um not um more than just uh a meal. Here have a, here's a free lunch, you know, there's there's a lot more to it, you know. But um yeah, I'm gonna get I wanna get down to some of that where that came from for uh from um uh, Food for the Soul. But Okay. So like in my recovery, um, shoot, I was, damn it, I'm coming up eight years now, February, uh, August 4th. Nice. Like, that's next Thursday. <laughs> eight All years. But, right. like, when I was on the streets, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, when I was on the streets, I remember times when there was, uh, like, this, it was a Christian couple, you know, like a married couple down in South Park. And um, <clears throat> I think they came like every Thursday. They weren't part of uh, the food truck. They weren't part of uh, um, Salvation Army or um, Crisis Center or, or you know any, any other uh, food trucks or soup trucks. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, they were just posted up at, at, at the bench on like Thursdays or something like that. Thursdays at 5 or something like that. And um, they would have just like a crock pot of food. Like, uh, I remember one, I remember they had, like, uh, that rice stuff, what do you call that? Um, jambalaya or something. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I remember, like, when I could eat, you know, there's times, most of the times I couldn't eat, but there's there there days when I could eat. <laughs> and I remember having that meal, you know, that uh, I finally had that day where I can get some nourishment in my body, and so I was, like, able to eat that day, and they were there to offer prayer, Um you know, being the you know a Christian couple that they were, and uh, so that was kind of what I remembered. And a lot of times, I don't. I remember I'd, I'd blank out for a week sometimes. You know, but sometimes I would 
I would remember like saying, you know, oh shit, what day is it? You know, and is it is it Thursday? Oh shit, it's Thursday. There's this couple down there, South Park. They eat on Thursdays at this time, you know. So that was that was something I always remembered uh, when I came into you know my early times of my own recovery, you know. So when I came back, or <clears throat> when I went back to the res, I went back to the res when I sobered up. <clears throat> but I was always eager to come back to get back to Billings, you know. Like I spent a lot of a lot of my years up here, you know, and um, in my own addiction, um, I had all my ups and downs, and some some may have heard my story, um, but I did something on my own, did my own solo work. Um, I called it a cheeseburger drive, <laughs> but what I did was. <laughs> I when I'd come to Billings, sometimes I'd be by myself. Sometimes I'd be with my my little babies, my little ones, um, teaching them, just showing them things that I do. But I drive through Burger King and I just get a buy a crap load of cheeseburgers because they're cheap. And I'd have a pack of cigarettes on me, and I'd just go around town, drive around town, and uh, find the people that were in groups, and pull over and um, ask them if they're hungry. You know, get out of the car and shake their hands and you know most times I'd, I'd I'd know half of them or most of them sometimes you know um have some good little visits and ask them if they're hungry some say that there might not be and you know I tell them to you know hey to keep it in your put it in your pocket you know you might be hungry tonight or you might wake up in the morning hungry or something you know but long you know keep it in your pocket and uh I'll ask them if they pray uh I never got one time where they said Oh no, I don't pray. You know, it's always, it's always, mm-hmm. yeah. And I give them a cigarette, <clears throat> and I say, I tell them, yeah, well, I'll just remember to pray. You know, it's up to them if they're going to smoke it or just um, offer it down. Whatever they do, you know, that's. Um, I know driving away from that, that you know, that person got a little bit of nourishment, and they're going to get a little bit of food in their system. You know, um, in my recovery, of course, I, I quit giving out money because I, I didn't want to help them get their next fix or a bottle you yeah. know, or a can. So driving away, knowing that, hey, man, that, that person's going to think about it and think about, oh, yeah, whether they know me or not, you know, oh, yeah, gee, you know, they can remember that cigarette that they had behind their ear or whatever they put it or, you know, or unless they lit it up right away or whatever they're going to remember. Oh, yeah, shit, I forgot. Um, he said, don't forget to pray. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to, you know, whether they're going to smoke it or whether they're going to lay tobacco down, you know, that, that, you know, most times they're going to remember those words, you know, hey, yep, don't forget to pray. Here's some here's some tobacco. So that's that's the good part of it, you know, and just being being real with them, you know, being because I'm because I'm them, you know, I'm I'm from that world, you know, um, and that that world of trust, you know, uh, trust each other. We know each other, um, you know, when I first pull up, you know, they a lot of people know me and everything, so. That trust is already there, you know, because that's that's where I came from too, you know. Um, so that that was the the good start of it, and I, I would do that um, randomly every now and then um, when I come around to town and stuff. So, but um, starting this this work when I got this new position as a recovery coach, which is um, you know certified peer support specialist um, position. And uh, I, the first thing I did was just start reaching out. 
because I had to start somewhere. I started reaching out to all the other uh, departments, I mean, all the other programs, organizations. Um, I went and talked to uh, Alpha House people, the director, got to, you know, visit over there, um, brought in my peer support uh, friends from One Health, and went and visited the um, Halfway House, uh, Ignatia House for the men. And, um, yeah, I just started reaching out to everybody, you know, um, New Day, um, Randy, you know, me and Randy had a good visit, coffee shop, um, and NADC, um, they, their new team is called, uh, Native American Empowerment Project. So, oh, also, you know, visiting with, um, Lacey out of, um, tribal, um, or Rocky Mountain tribal leaders, their opioid, uh, prevention department. So, you know, a lot of good things, a lot of good connections. That was the first, that was the first stage is just, just get out there and just connect and tell everybody what I want to, what I want to do, what my visions are and let's work together. You know, um, I see a lot of what I, what I just seen just with my eyes is different organizations and, uh, programs. Uh, we're all doing the same thing. We're just very similar helping, helping the people, you know, but, um, instead of, instead of doing things, like, hey, I'm doing that same thing too over here. Oh yeah, me too. But you know, why don't we connect and just have that inner big, you know, that big circle of support and and do it together, you know, in some way. So that's that's was one of my visions too as well. You know, I was like, man, we got to just work together on this. You know, um, it it I don't want it. I didn't want seeing things looking like competition or anything. You know, it was who's helping each other most or who's doing this more or whatever when we can be getting together and doing things together, you know, as, as, uh, as unity, you know, just have that strength in numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, when I visited, uh, Rosalind big back from, uh, that, that was their, their outreach too. And that, so their team is, uh, her and, uh, Michaela Weaselboy and, uh, Paul Littlelight. But, um, but yeah, my thing was, hey, let's do it. Um, me and Rosalind said we we can just, let's just feed, make it a weekly thing, you know. Um, I want, I want that the days to be, to be over with of doing the random solo work of this, uh, cheeseburger drive that I had going, you know. Yeah. I wanted something big out of this, you know. Um, that was just part of my, part of my, uh my prayers and when I went to ceremony was to, you know, for the rest of my life is to help people and, um, serve people, you know, um, part of my vow, you know, to, to serve, to help, um, coming, coming out of where, where I came from and being grateful where I'm at and, uh, being loud about it, you know, being extra loud about my recovery, being extra loud about, um, how we can help people and, uh, Cause I don't, yeah, I don't have time to be, to be quiet about it. You know, it's, we, we've, we've got a, we've got some battles out there. You know, we've got some enemies out there, you know, um, addiction is, uh, a big one, you know, that's one of them. Um, behavior health or, you know, depression and, uh, you know, the suicide rates, you know, Montana's up there, we're up there, you know, so our mental health, our mental health is sacred. And 
So yeah, we have lots of new enemies out there, um, us as you know native people, and um, yeah, this is this is the battle, you know, and we're 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 on the good we're on the good stuff, you know, we're on the good side here. You, um, your team, you know, you Randy and uh, you know JC and Josiah, of course, the Messiah, <laughs> the Messiah. But uh, yeah, so we did our first feed April first of this year. Uh, and of course, the, I mean, the thing was South Park. Um, we wanted, we had to have it at South Park, you know. Um, it's, you know, South Park was <clears throat> just uh, known for, uh, you know, just uh, how many people, you know, pass out there and the violence, the fighting over there and, um, you know, all that stuff, you know. And I know Lee's is closed down now and 3G's is closed down now too. But, um, yeah, but when by the time I the, the year that I uh, sobered up, you know, that was I was um, of course down there a lot at North Park and South Park. But um, I remember first seeing my my um, my baby. He's eight years old now. <clears throat> um, but when he was first born, you know, I got that got that text, and I was I was there. I was there at South Park. Um, he was born in Wayne, Minnesota, and I was like, that part of that was like. I was almost there to my to my wake up, you know, to to sober up, um, knowing I wasn't there for my babies, you know, <clears throat> and um, just coming and coming out of that that lifestyle, you know, and you know I've been I passed out of South Park many times, slept there, you know, I got jumped there down to South Park before, you know, got some broken ribs and everything, you know, just a lot of that life is was there, and I want to bring. A lot of good, good to, to the park, to South Park, you know, and um, so that was kind of one of the main big reasons of uh, having the feed over there, you know. And thinking back to that couple that was doing that, you know, I want, I want people to think, you know, what day is it, you know? Oh shit, it's Friday. Oh yeah, um, G and uh, Roslyn, Kate and Paul, they're all down there. They go down there Fridays at noon. They feed. Let's go down there and eat. You know, I want, I want that to be in people's minds when they think of that stuff, you know, cause that was, that was what was in my mind when I was, you know, just walking on the streets and when I, after I lost everything again for the millionth time, <laughs> lost my car, lost my family, you know, everything again. Um, so yeah, we started out with, I think we had beef stew and fry bread the first time, but huh. everything is volunteer based and everything is donation based. You know, we don't have a program paying for our food and you know all these things that's funded so we've just been doing it on prayer every week you know every day every week we pray about it and shoot it's been going strong ever since every week by week you know it's already gonna be august next month and um <clears throat> the thing is with like uh the winter months coming up when it gets cold you know we're i'm not really like worried about that but there is there is plans we you know we, <clears throat> we do see it and, and just having the faith and the prayers about it you know that we're gonna find a place for uh indoor you know once the winter months winter months come up and keep this going you know because it's it's doing so good we don't want to just you know hey that's it you know it's cold we're gonna wrap this up now you know <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep this going you know because it's, it's 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 doing some good things you know uh riverstone health goes down there now they they went down there about four fridays ago or so they set up their mobile unit thing 
You know, they do um, vaccines, free vaccines and vaccinations and uh, STD testing as well as whatever <clears throat> other testing and vaccinations. And afterward, I, I visited them and, and they were like, yeah, you said, they said, this is this day here that we came down here. He said, this was the most vaccinations and most tests that we did all year at a single spot. <laughs> so they said, we're going to be coming back. I said, we're going to talk about this after this. And I think we're just going to come back here every Friday. I said, yeah, man, please do, you know. Um, so, yeah, they, they come down and post up every Friday too, you know. So, yeah, Rimrock, Shoots, New Day, you know, MSU Billings, you know, the, the native uh, um, program there. Um, you know, we get a lot of sponsors from here and there. Indian, Indian uh, uh, Collective out of Rapid City, you know, they they – Sponsored one week with uh, Famous Dave's, you know. Oh, nice. Um, people that have families that just want to, on the behalf of, you know, that their families, they lost some people out in the streets here, whether it's cirrhosis or something else. They're just, the street life, they, they, they took them, you know. Some people want to honor that and just give back to the people and feed. And, um, yeah, it's a good it's a good place to to. The, the the thing is, you know, come out and eat, but, you know, uh, how are you doing? You know, that's that's the big thing is, hey, just talking to the people, being real. How are you doing? Um, and uh, the volunteers, people get to do volunteer work, whether it's uh, <clears throat> from recovery court or equa court or drug court or any other. They can come and do the volunteer work or uh, sign off as a sober event or volunteer event, you know. <clears throat> So, yeah, this just all good things, man. Um, I'm visualizing the um, the Narcan out there, right at the spot. Um, I've been doing horseshoes down there a couple of times a month. You know, this Friday, um, Stevie from Phoenix Gym, she's going to do uh, yoga down there at one o'clock after the feed, after the lunch. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of good things. Is that is that a good idea to do yoga after you eat? It should be be done before. I was was thinking, for me, probably not. Depends on how much you eat. (laughs) Just kidding. But yeah, then then it's then it can be hot yoga already too because the warm the warm the weather's already warm. You know. Have you ever ever tried yoga, Randy? I've tried it before. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I've, What'd you think? I've had a few. It was hard. It was tough. Upward dog thing. Thing with bobber. Man, we did it at uh, dog and. At the uh, Cedar Mountain Center in Cody. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have a, there's a hospital adjacent to that treatment center, and we would go to the hospital into, like, the lunchroom, and we would do yoga. And it was hard to do those freaking positions, bro, like. And hold them? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it I, 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 tried it, I tried it once um, through the Phoenix, uh, the hot yoga up there in Broadwater or somewhere, but. I had, to, I had to give everything a try once, you know, and uh, not just once, but you know, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in there too at the park yeah. um, this Friday too, you know. But um, yeah, it's it's. But the last one I remember, um, the last stretch or whatever, um, pose, whatever it is, we were laying down. It was like all hot in there uh, in that room. Music blasting, like relaxing music, just on a full blast, loud. And damn, I almost fell asleep. I was, I was trying not to fall asleep. That that last one after all those stretches and poses and the last one we were like laying down, yeah, on our back and I was like, 
Ah, oh, don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Stay awake. That was, that was hard not to fall asleep because it was all relaxing after that. My body was like, felt everything, you know. Like, that, go to sleep mode after that. That book <laughs> I, was, I was talking about earlier when Josiah was, oh, by the way, to all our listeners, Josiah, we're having technical difficulties, so he, he dipped out, but we're going to call him back before we stop. But anyway, or we'll try to get him back. But anyway, that book that I found when I was locked up, it just like it came to me like I I don't know if you listened to that episode where I told the story but it was like one of the first things that came to me after I prayed about it and said you know can you I need things or thing I need everything that you have to help me begin this journey right and that book was like the first thing that showed up and in it it had the breathing exercises it had a lot of people's uh, stories or testimonials or whatever. And one of them was, uh, it had those yoga poses, and there was like, I think it was like 10 of them. But you, they, you have to do them in the sequence. Like, you can't say, oh, I'm going to start with this one, and then I think I'll go to that one. No, it, it, in the book, it said you had to go through this sequence of them. And probably, man, not even, the first time I tried it, like not even halfway through, man, I was just pouring sweat. And then my body felt like I did like a workout workout. And I thought, wow, man, that's, that's crazy, because it, it doesn't seem like much. Like, if you see... If you're on the sidelines looking at somebody doing one of those poses or stretches or whatever they're called, the poses, it doesn't seem like it. it's like, what are you getting out of that? But if you actually, when you actually try it, it's, it, man, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I thought it was pretty tough and I really wish I still had that book. I'd probably still be doing it. How come you don't buy it on Amazon? Um, I don't know. You know what? That's a good question. That's, that's my own fault. <laughs> but a couple questions G man I think that's freaking amazing Like what you're doing and, and, and So like I saw people holding an event last summer At South Park And then never to come back Right But I think you're changing the perspective On South Park Because a lot of people associated with bad things But now like when people come On Fridays it's a good thing to get together and celebrate community. Like whether you're and and the question that I have is like, man, you're consistently there, but is your is the food for the soul? Is that only for homeless folks or addicts, or can regular community members come? Yeah, it's it's for everybody. It's for it's not just for uh, homeless and. You know. People struggling with um, addiction. It's it's open to everybody. Okay. Yep. We're getting people from uh, churches just coming out. See one, there's an old couple that came came by a couple weeks ago, and they they've been back again too. But they're they're like, yeah, I just seen the flyer at church, and I came to see what this is about, and this is amazing, and, yeah. uh, and all that. And I was like, yeah, man, keep keep coming back, you know, because you know we need the more the more people to to visit and to you know spread the word and spread spread goodness and. Uh, positivity and just everything you know and everybody comes with respect everybody comes uh in a good way you know yeah um you know our brothers and sisters out there you know they don't some come not you know exactly sober of course yeah and then they, they come with respect you know you know one, one of the best things i heard and uh like a few weeks ago or so um kind of toward the end of it and somebody came late but they're they've been through there before um sure you can bleep out my cuss word can you no go ahead okay 
But uh, yeah, the, yeah, one of the one of the best things I heard out of that um, when, when, you, when you talk about hearing uh, compliments or positive notes of how the how good things things going, it was, um, you know, they they came a little late, but they came over and they said, came over and just gave me just the the, the most sincerest uh, handshake, you know, and they said, man, I appreciate the fuck out of you for what you're doing here, and um, shit, that was the realest thing I heard, you mm-hmm. know, that was real. Oh, was, I missed it. <laughs> I say it again? <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We can do it right this time. It take two. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's 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 real. You know, that's that's appreciation. That's um, a lot of good things that you know people are appreciating it, and people are people are talking, people are visiting, um, people are talking about their journeys and what they're struggling with. Um, whether or not, it might not be just addictions but just struggling with their income or their place to stay or anything else and they ask for prayer you know and west brother west stops he comes up um you know half the time too and um you know he offers prayer and of course we pray in the beginning you know um that the other weekend when, when there was a lot of loss you know we we um smudged um had everybody offered smudge before we ate and we had some good Double prayers there, you know. Me and me and Wes, we prayed at the same time, you know. Um, but we, anybody that comes, you know, I always I'll always ask somebody that comes uh, that I know that they like to pray, you know. I always ask them, hey, can you say our prayer today? You know, yeah. we start. But yeah, a lot of lot of good things that come out of people that 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 just they just want to spread their concerns or their their own positivity positivity or their own. Um, their own outlook of, of what's going on in their their own life right now, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's that's what it was all about, you know. So food for the soul, you know. It's 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 not just, you know, our 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 soul needs nourishment too. You know, our spirit needs nourish, nourishment. You know. Um, that's that's what kind of the whole thing about behind the name, you know. Yeah. It's not just just a sandwich, you know. It's yes. it's, it's, it's it's food for your whole spirit all around, you know. So. It's awesome. Good stuff. That, that was <clears throat> something I was going to comment on earlier when you were talking about the cheeseburger drive or whatever, and that, you know, you, you, know, you give them a cigarette and say, don't forget to pray. It's like, you're, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You're nourishing the body, but I think the most important thing is, is you remind them that don't forget about your spirit. Because for exactly, me, exactly. For, for me, that's where it started. It started from the spirit, right? Like, I, you know, as indigenous people, I always say we're spiritual first. And, you know, we have been since time immemorial um, that we've always had that connection with what they would call the unseen, right? And so I think in our addiction or our troubles and our, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives, I think it's easy for us to forget that. Like, but but for me personally, I, I know I can't speak for anybody else. Like, when I put that first, everything else follows like that's just been my experience. Yeah. And that's how it started was that spiritual side because that's that was that was if I if I was to say I had a beginning point on the walking the red road it was when I broke down and prayed and cried and did that whole thing and that was where that was my launching pad. Yeah. And so I I mean I think that's 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 pretty awesome that you know some people might offer resistance on the outside but you never know what's going on internally and especially if you plant that seed right 
like you know um they say a seed will always be that seed like a apple seed will always be an apple seed it won't change so it doesn't matter when you put it in the ground and when it decides to grow when it decides to grow it'll always grow into an apple tree yeah so you know to place that seed there i think that's dare i say powerful <laughs> Power. <laughs> He's by himself. Yeah. We'll sing it next week. <laughs> but man, I think, dude, like another amazing thing that you're doing is like you're breaking down all these barriers, right? Between these different organizations. Because we kind of did something similar in ours. Like we just went around and kept, like, you, we kept knocking, you know what I mean? Until we came to the point of like being community partners. And I think, like, you just bringing the whole, like, the entire community together, dude, that's freaking amazing because you're absolutely right. There is enough for everybody out here, and it don't have to be a competition. We're in a people business, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, man, like, wanting to be like, yo, like, my life was saved, and I just want to share a little bit of hope that I got. Um, And even to touch on, like, you, JC, like, that's... That's awesome, too, like the prayer thing, right? Like, because people always come up and, and they ask for prayer. But one thing that I always tell them is like, hey, man, I can pray for you, but don't ever forget that the most powerful prayer that anybody can make for you is you. Hey, like, you have that relationship, mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I used to, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we always want people, but at the same time, it's like, the most powerful prayer anybody can make is the one that you make for yourself. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, another thing, too, that that just to me seems like or it, it is so important is the fact that you got boots on the ground, right? Like, it's one thing to say, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll go volunteer every once in a while here or there. Uh, maybe I'll run a meeting or, you know. But to make that commitment and say, I'm going to go there every Friday and I'm going to do whatever I can, however I can with whatever I can get to help people. And then to, like like he said, he said the word consistency, but that's that's one word and then the other one is persistent. Like, you know, to keep going out there and keep showing up. And eventually, you know, if we're talking about people, who knows what people are going to do? But if that individual, he, you know, so, oh man, you know, geez, back, where, where, where did all these flies come from? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Man. I've been battling flies all after, evening. But um, yeah, that one person that might, you know, just going to click with them one day and say, man, gee, keeps coming out on Friday. I can, you know, I can rely on that. I can go over there and I can be in a safe space. I can also get something to eat too while I'm at it. But, you know, like that person, you never know when that light just might, boom, just start shining. And the next thing you know, you got another ally, somebody else who help you. And and as far as, you know, I've I've heard of heard it from a few different people that there seems to be almost like a competition or like a um, standoffishness between different organizations. And like my thought is, is, if you're trying to achieve the same goal, why not work together? Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. Unless there's ulterior motives, and I won't get into that. That's not for me to say. But, but I mean, if, 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 if you're in the people business, right, if you're in the helping people business, if you're in the, you know, I want others to live a, a positive and fulfilling life business, 
then I don't believe it doesn't matter who signs your paycheck or who you represent, where you come from, or who you are. You know, you prove that you have, we all have the ability to go out there and put boots on the ground and take action. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's one mm-hmm. thing to sit around in a boardroom and say, oh, well, harump, 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 we could do this, harump, harump, harump. But it's entirely another thing to go out there and, and, and you know, smudge the streets or feed the whoever or, you know, um, go out there and start making all, you know, start networking saying we should come together i mean that's a whole different that's a, that's the next level and i think we need more of that and i just want to say thank you for providing that example for the rest of us like hey man mm. this dude over here this guy's doing it the real deal he's he's the because he's doing it and you know so that's what we should all strive for i think if we're really serious about what we're saying you know like i i want to help people but on my own, you know, whenever it's convenient for me or whenever I can, you know, and, but you are actually making it happen. And you even said it too, like sometimes it's just on a prayer, but I appreciate that. And I think that's just, it's an amazing thing. And I, I believe that just your, just your actions recently, not, not, not to say even the last, what did you say? Eight years? Eight years, uh, yeah, coming up here. Yep. Like eight years, I mean, all of that put together, and then, man, who knows where you're going to be in eight years from now, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And how many people can honestly say that that guy that I saw in the park one Friday, I only went one time, but he changed my life. And so, and, and I know that you're probably too humble to say it, but that's really what I see from the outside looking in, like, that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you're... You're changing lives, even though we probably won't, won't ever be able to see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this podcast that we do, I know it's helping people because we had feedback as such, right? We've, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. And we've had a lot of, um, you know, people comment on that. But 99.9999% of those people, I'll never meet, never know them, never talk to them. Mm-hmm. But it, but it's but it's something I can honestly say that, oh, man, I, I did something. I tried. I did whatever I could with what I had. And, you know, we need, we need more of that. Yeah, that was, that was something like with the, with the, the COVID area, with the, uh, remember we, everybody had to go to Zoom meetings, you know. Um, man, I'm not going to meet all those people, you know, uh-huh. from different states. Uh, I had two Zoom meetings per week. Then I had the grief support uh, every two weeks, but, you know, knowing that somebody got some help way in Minnesota, Idaho, Washington, you know. Um, I joined a couple some, of them, someday. a couple of your meetings on uh, Zoom. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, with yeah. the pandemic, yeah. During the COVID pandemic time, Sitting yeah. Sitting up in your room and we always think, oh, man, I'm alone, but you ain't alone. Yeah, yeah. You might be by yourself, but you're never alone. That's mm-hmm. what I always tell my, my That's what I always tell myself, you know, because a lot of my days I, I spend it by myself, but I'm not alone. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's. Based on you know that that prayer and people you know someone someone's getting help out there you know and some and people are praying for themselves at you know at some point too you know and uh, there's um another another thing I wanted to mention too is uh, I'm doing a uh, suicide uh, awareness 5K and one mile walk and that's uh, September 10th here at the Rims uh, so I'll be I'll be getting that out soon on the uh, social medias. 
But um, yeah, that one that one's called Run for Jimmy. But so there was we had a a peer runner um, battling addictions. You know he he uh, he was in and out. You know, <clears throat> but he ran for his health. He ran for his mental health. Uh, you know, he had moments of you know months or years sometimes whatever of uh, his own uh, sobriety. <clears throat> but we lost him all August of last year. So uh, we had a hashtag thing going on last September or in October, September, October, and October uh, called Run for Jimmy and all that um, mainly native runners from all across, not only here in Montana, but even down in Arizona and you know different states um, going and getting out there and getting a run in one mile, five miles, whatever, and hashtag and run for Jimmy. And hashtagging uh, our um, mental health is sacred, and uh, so I was like, yeah, this year we got. I'm going to do it right here with a in-person 5K, one-mile walk. And September is Suicide Awareness Month, so that's that's the time to do it, you know. <clears throat> and I, but I also forgot to mention that I do uh, suicide uh, care training um, in groups. Um, I did one group over so far with. Uh, over teams, um, our own team in RCAT. Um, my, my department is uh, out of One Health. It's called RCAT. That stands for Regional Care Action Team. Um, so we're kind of spread out on the eastern side of Montana where, where uh, One Health is at. But, um, yeah, that's available for whatever, uh, for group trainings, you know. I can, I can do that for free, you know. And... Um, that's yeah. It's 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 needed, you know. Yeah, uh, suicide awareness month definitely. is coming up, and you know we've had a lot on you know recently, most recently again on our native communities mm-hmm. back home on our res our reservations, and yeah, it's it's uh yeah it's out there. <clears throat> and so um, I think the next important question we should all ask is. All these programs, all these things that you have going on, is there one way, one specific way you'd like to, you know, like if we wanted to contact you on how to get involved, how to attend, how to do anything like that? Or is there something, a different contact for each program you have? Oh, no, it's just, just, just my number, you know. Um, my Facebook and my number is kind of the main two things. <laughs> so you're, you're just, so we'll... For our uh, for our purposes here today, we'll just say Facebook. Uh, we don't want to yeah. put your number out there on blast because who knows who will call you. <laughs> well, yeah, on, G Little Eagle on Facebook. You know, G Little Eagle on Facebook. Um, Find him on Facebook. Yeah, I know a lot of lot of ways of communication. Uh, you know, nowadays, and I know Randy probably knows this too as a peer support. But um, you know, a lot of people are scared to, or they have that. They don't want to come out of that shower yet, and they don't want to actually make that call, you know, or yeah. actually make that in-person visit. So actually, like, 80% of the of the reach-out people that want help with their recovery or prayers or they're going to court and things like that, that's mainly Facebook Messenger. They'll so talk, yeah. Contact me through that and yeah. get support in that way. And, and I know, um, yeah, it's for documentation and all that kind of stuff. If we're, if we're working for a program or something, you know, we want stuff that's in person and um, we're on the phone and, you know, for all that documentation needs for for grants and such and such and such. But that really is 
that's the reality, though. You know, um, most of you know a lot of good percentage of people. That's their way of reaching out. That that first initial yeah. contact, at yep. least, huh? Like yeah. messenger. Like, at least the than... first, yeah. Especially that first initial first contact, yeah. But that I mean <clears> that <throat> makes sense to me because I know like when I was in the throes of my addiction, like the last thing I wanted to do was talk to somebody about it, even though I was really screaming out for help, right? So yeah. I mean I can completely relate to that, and so yeah, G Little Eagle on Facebook. That's that's the spot, right? That's the spot. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good that's a good starting point, and then I I'm pretty sure you know our man here will guide you from that point on. That's pretty cool, man. I mean, you got a lot of a lot of good things going. Keep it up. Um, thank you for being here. And is there anything else that you? Oh, any ish for you guys for uh, having me again? And uh, oh, you're always welcome. Always. Here. Just, yeah, just missing Josiah the Messiah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he popped in in the beginning there. Yeah, we had some. Um, tep- I don't know what's up with the XBIA firefighter, Mister Stigo Lighter. <laughs> we have to <laughs> go back and see what's up with this board, and I gotta work my magic. Yeah, so but, uh, yeah, but yeah, you're always welcome here. Always welcome back. I know. I, I see you floating around these hallways anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, due to the meetings and. Yep, and uh, yep. group conscience and the things that we got going on with White Eagle. So the sobriety conference that was a big one. Oh last, man, I had to work that so. day. Yeah, I yeah. had to I had to work that day. I really wanted to check it out. I have no excuse for Saturday day other than I was just being lazy. But yeah, I really wanted to check that out. So hopefully you have another one. Yeah, we're looking uh, at twenty three, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three. Yep. I was going to say that's a couple of years away, but no, it's 22 <laughs> and it's almost halfway over. Sorry, 22. Holy cow, man. Somebody needs to catch up. So, yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing all of that, man. We're just, just like, as usual, it's been a pleasure, been informative, it's been inspiring. Um, Randy? That's been awesome. I think just highlighting all the awesome things that he's doing. I know I'm using awesome a lot. Um, but there's really no other word to describe it, bro, like, because you're actively out there doing everything that you preach. And like JC said, we don't need a lot of higher ups, like making decisions. What we need are boots on the ground mm-hmm. and, and going out there and making an impact in real lives, making a real impact in real lives, you know, meeting people where they're at. Um, and it, it it's going to take the community together to make that impact. And I think it, it, oh, yeah. it's it's such an awesome thing to see you come from out of town and then unite all these different organizations together. You know, like you're bringing them like the function, like, you know, I remember meeting with you before you even launched this and then to see what it's become is, is beautiful. Because at the end of the day, I think our jobs are thankless um, a lot of it is, 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 there's a lot of things that happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you're able to impact people on, on such a high level, I think it's amazing. Like you're really giving somebody hope, you know, like yeah. just by sharing a meal with them and having no other agenda but being like, yo, you know what? You're worth a meal. Let's sit down and eat together. Let's break bread together. Um, and then whatever that leads into, it le- it leads into, and I think that's powerful. And it's something that like the suits don't do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they talk about yeah. it and they and they 
make plans and strategies, but they don't do that. Yeah, there's 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 that action that yeah being taken, you know. Yeah, and like, like I that, just like that word persistent, you know. Like I said, he was talking about. Yeah, like I saw the the huge concert last summer, right? Like towards the end, it was a Christian concert, and and I had a disagreement about it, but I'm like, would you guys even go and have a picnic there? Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. all these like different organizations, like church organizations, they went and had a huge freaking, um, basically a concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Yeah. It's good for that time, that day. But the know? question I had was like, <laughs> would you go and have a picnic over there? Because that was a one-time event. Yeah. But the yeah. thing that's different about what you're doing is you're consistent. Because what I found that's most important in this line of work is relationship. Building yeah. bridges, connecting different communities together because you're building a relationship. There's going to come a point in time when they ask for services and because of your history of building relationship, like okay, let's go. You know, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's let's. What changed your life? And then boom, you kick that door down. This is what I did. You know, yeah, exactly. Because of exactly. your consistency and your dedication to just sitting down and eating with somebody. Yep. So thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. And of course, like I said, you are always welcome here. There's always this chair, this microphone. I'm, Josiah comes back. I don't know. You guys can fight over that side if you want to. <laughs> Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle. On there? No, it's kidding. No, Indian, <laughs> Indian leg wrestle. Leg wrestle. <laughs> Footsies. <laughs> Have a piggy toe battle. <laughs> Instead of a thumb war. Yeah. Or thumb wrestle. You can use your piggy toes. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, Mr. G Little Eagle in the house. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. Oh, man, I think we should wrap it up. It's getting a little warm in these flies. Yeah, I'm driving me bananas. But that was uh, definitely a good episode, always informative. The Dennis Rodman episode. The Dennis Rodman episode. Where's Dennis Rodman these days? I don't know. I think he's friends with Trump and he's friends with uh, Kim Jong-un. Well, he did wear a wedding dress before, so he cannot be trusted with his decision making. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I was gonna say something, but I completely forgot. So, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining. Oh, yeah, we we had some technical difficulties. We'll figure it out by next week. But that's what makes unspoken words unspoken words. It's raw. Yes. It's uncut. Unedited. It's unedited, real. It's yes. real. Just some Indian kids playing with a tape recorder, and this is what you get. Yes, sir. So with that, I think we'll just uh, sign out. Any last words, gentlemen? No, sir. Bye. All right. Peace out, yo. Thank you for joining us. What's up? Holler at your boy. This is your favorite Indian, JCB. Randy B, a.k.a. Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, a.k.a. Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.